We are really happy that uh, this guy has signed on to be a uh, an Odyssey NFL insider. Joining us on the Harbor One Hotline, host of the Odyssey original podcast, The Best Football Show, featuring daily breakdowns of all the most exciting moments across the league, the president of all mm-hmm. 22 on Twitter, yep. Brian Baldinger with Gresham Fourier. Baldy, good to talk to you. Thanks for making the time. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, guys. Good morning to you. Thank you for the the introduction, the president of the film room. That's good. I like it. No, no, Baldy. Um, it's actually you're the president of the All-22 crew, which is like a really oh, impressive title. Okay. Oh, yeah. there's oh, Nobody okay. breaks it down like you. So you're the president. You're the Dabo Swinney yeah. leading all these people out yeah. onto the field every week. Yeah, not not falling yeah, down look, the hill. I mean, look, I, I, I have no life. I'm, I'm trapped <laughs> in my film room. But I, it's my life. Like, I, I, I have a choice. I, I, I could choose to go go out and watch birds sing or leaves fall or whatever, but I, I, I choose not to do that stuff. I, I, I'm into what I'm doing. Well, we're, we're the lucky ones because you do it. Yeah, and uh, and we have been excited to talk to you because we know what we see, but what do you see on offense, Brian Baldinger, when you flip on the tape of the New England Patriots? What jumps out to your trained eyes? Well, you know, it's interesting because – like, I don't recognize this team. Nobody does. They look like, you know, a bad expansion team, you know, with just a collection of guys from around the league, and they're kind of like all meshed together here. But what's, what was weird to me this year, and I know Billy O'Brien came in to be the offense coordinator, all that stuff, but they don't have a fullback. Like, I've never seen a Patriot team under Belichick without a fullback. And it used to be that whenever the Patriots would struggle, um, you know, rare occasions, earlier seasons, you know, back in the glory days, like the reset button was always, all right, we're going to line up in I formation and we're going to knock people off the ball and we're going to win the line of scrimmage and we're going to just stop all this. And they don't do that anymore. So that's, that's weird to me. And then, you know, it's just like the turnovers are weird to me. Like to have all the turnovers that they have this year, nine from the quarterback, but, you know, have that many turnovers. Like you never used to see turnovers. Um, and then the penalties, you know, you see Zeke go for a screen pass, 74 yards, and Hunter Henry's holding down the field. Like, it's a, it's a good call. Like, he's guilty of it. Like, nobody wants that to be flagged, but it's a flag. And so they actually have more penalties than their opponents this year. So those are the things. And then you go, okay, what was good coming back this year? Well, Ramondre looked like he had a good rookie year. Led the team in rushing and receiving last year. And you're like, that's promising. And he averaged five yards a carry, and you're like, okay, uh, you don't need Damian Harris. You got your back. And now he's averaging three yards a carry. And you go, okay, well, you got two rookie guards in there, and you got a, a young right tackle. Maybe that's it. But it's just an unrecognizable Patriot team at this point. You know, Baldy, it was one of those things that we used to hear it on the telecast all the time. Uh, it was the phrase uncharacteristic, right? That's what they would always yeah, yeah. say. And, and I feel like a yeah. lot of guys. I was like, I don't know why they're still saying that. They're, they're, that's more them now than it's than than yeah. it's ever been. So the the yeah. phrase uncharacteristic. This is so un- uncharacteristic of the Patriots. Is that's false? Yeah. This is exactly characteristic of them. Like all those things that you just said. Yep, you're right. You're right. It's this is a characteristic of this team. And why should we not expect it? Yeah, not to be negative. But you're exactly right. This is who they are. And so that's hard to watch it's hard to watch knowing all the greatness that we saw for two decades it's hard to watch this now because like i said when i say an expansion team i'm wondering 
if Bill Belichick, when he's got his arms folded on the sideline, in general 60 minutes of disgust, if he recognizes it, and if he goes, how do we change these characteristics? Is this who we are? Because honestly, Bill Belichick, the Hall of Fame coach, probably wants to fire Bill Belichick, the general manager at this point. And I know other people have said that. But that's kind of what it looks like to his eyes, I think, on Sundays. Baldy, how do you get an O-line right when there's constant change? Is it almost an impossible task without having the five guys that you thought you were going to have at the beginning of the year? Like, you lose one of them, okay. You got a high-end backup. You can patchwork it. Are, are, are the injuries just as much an issue with the Patriots up front as it is the players, the young guys, and the way they've performed? How do you see that group? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, not to see Strange and a Wenyu in there, not that they're great players, but, you know, you see Mafi in there and CeeDee Sal in there. You, know, you see these guys in there, and you're like, I don't know how you get, you know, two rookies and basically the right tackle is basically, for the most part, a rookie. Um, you know, I mean, you're, you're looking at three. I mean, usually one rookie you can you can live with. Two, they better be exceptional players the way, say, Seattle had two rookie tackles last year and played great. Um you, if they're really great players, you you can definitely you know play you play your best players. But if they're three questionable rookies that need seasoning and timing and off seasons and training camps and preseason games, and they're in there playing, like that's that's hard. It's just hard right now. And the Raiders are not a great defense, but obviously they had trouble doing anything against them last week. And so um, that's where they're at right now. They're they're playing very inexperienced players that need a lot of time, and we're not sure if any of them are going to be great players the way we've seen up front for the Patriots over the years. So we're talking to Brian Baldinger, Baldy, as we lovingly call him, as he's known by all his friends and family from the NFL Network. Now, Baldy, with that being known and being said, is it fair to say that it's probably more challenging and almost impossible to judge Mac Jones because of how difficult and how bad the offensive line is played? It is. It is. It is up to the quarterback to make everybody a little bit better, either, you know, getting the ball out of your hands. Like, you know, the throw to Hunter Henry last week that was intercepted. All right, he gets flushed from the pocket. You say, okay, if you could protect better, he wouldn't get flushed. But quarterbacks get flushed in this league. So, you know, he makes a horrendous throw across his body, and, he you know, he sails the ball over Hunter's head. You know, it's hard to live without mistake. You're in scoring territory. It's a tight game. Like, that mistake hurt him. But is that the offensive line or is that Mac Jones? You know, I mean, you've thrown seven interceptions. I mean, there's years when Brady didn't lose a single fumble. He's lost two. And I, it's not fair to ever say Brady and Mac Jones. Like, i got to stop that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were seeing Brady never lose a fumble. His ball security was amazing. But that's characteristic now of this quarterback and of this team. So that's one play, and it didn't, you know, wasn't the whole game. It's one play. But I, I, I saw it the week before against the New Orleans Saints, and they could have had the ball 100 times. They weren't going to score a point against the Saints. So, uh, it's yes, it's hard to, to evaluate them. But at the same time, you go, okay, if you go back to the general manager thing, like Jacoby Myers is tearing it up with the Raiders right now. You just saw it. And you replace him with Juju Smith-Schuster, who isn't doing anything. And you go, how do you make that trade? Like, how do you not keep Jacoby? And you go, we'll just replace him with Juju. 
Like, that's who Juju has been since his major injuries at Pittsburgh. So that's not helping the quarterback out either. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL insider regression Fourier. He'll be joining us a bunch during this NFL season. Um, when you look at Ramondre Stevenson, Baldy, is he struggling, broken, nowhere to run? No one has slandered him yet, but I wonder what the kind of the vibe here in New England, everybody is starting to pile on all these offensive players. What do you see when you see Ramondre run the ball this year versus the last two? Well, you know, we saw, like, explosive runs last year from Ramondre. I mean, I think his longest run this year was, like, 15 yards. Yep. Um, you know, and I, I'm, you know, don't quote me on that, but I, think it, I don't think he's got, you know, a run. Like we saw last year, we saw long, you know, and typically when guys, like, you know, if you look at Josh Jacobs right now, if you look at Damian Pierce, guys that had really good seasons last year, you don't see the explosive runs. You know, if you track Zeke Elliott over his career, early on, 2016, 17, like he would get those fourth quarter runs for 40 yards. Like you don't see any of that anymore, and you haven't seen that from him. But you're not seeing that from Ramondre right now. You go, okay, is that him? Is that him not able to get a head of steam up, not breaking a tackle at the point of contact where he can't get going? Um, you know, I think that some of him and some of it is just the offensive line not being able to get him to the secondary um, with any regularity where all of a sudden safeties and corners are ducking their eyes, closing their eyes and ducking their head, trying to tackle this guy, you know, 228 pounds, whatever he is. So, Baldy, if you are or were playing in the league right now and you looked at the scouting report of uh, the Patriots' defense, would there be anybody on that defense where you would say, oh, we got to look out for him? Well, when Matt Judon was there, sure. Yeah, well, now, you know, now, Matt, Judon's not there. Yeah. Christian Gonzalez's yeah. not there. Now, the guys that are left, any is there any fear no. factor at all with any of those guys? No, none. Because, you know, they've never had great pass rushers. And any pass rusher they would get, you know, I mean, you know, uh, Chandler Jones, whatever, you know, they'd let him walk. Uh, but, you know, Willie McGinnis, you go back in time. Like, they somehow they didn't seem to value him. But they always, still always had great pass rushers, at least one. You know, Josh Uchey looks invisible right now. But he looked great last year when Judon was in the lineup. Um, you know, he, he, he looks somewhat invisible now because he doesn't have somebody that's kind of feeding him. And even, you know, the twist stunts that they ran – for the last 20, 25 years, like they're not getting home where you could rush three or four. You do all the, the twist stunt games that they, they would do with, um, you know, Dietrich Wise or Adam Butler, you know, pick a guy that's been there, um, you know, that ran those, those stunts for years. Like they would flush the quarterback and then, you know, you would finish them off with second level, you know, speed coming at the quarterback. Like you don't see any of that right now. So like if I'm protecting up front, there's nobody that I fear right now coming off the edge, interior pass rush. You know, they, they don't have those players right now. Yeah, uh, in terms of the Patriots defense, uh, Brian Baldinger with us, Baldy. Uh, losing Judon has seemed to really take a lot of the steam out of the uh, Patriots pass rush. Can you fix that with scheme, or do they just need somebody to step up and start being able to consistently get after the quarterback the way Judon did. I know on the back end, the Patriots defense has had some injuries, so maybe they can't scheme it up as much. But now that Judon ain't coming back this year, Baldy, how, how do they got to redirect to be able to consistently create some pressure on quarterbacks? Well, they drafted Keon White to do that, you know, to be that guy. 
and so far he hasn't done anything. He, he showed a little promise in the preseason, but I know he's been injured and out of the line. But, you know, they drafted Keon White in the second round to come in, you know, give him some sort of juice off the edge. Uh, you can scheme some pass rush. They have done that in the past. But, okay, if you're going to start blitzing safeties off the edge or, you know, zone pressures or all the things you can do to, to kind of turn up the heat on these quarterbacks, you got to hold up on the back end in man coverage. And, you know, they brought J.C. back and it's questionable, you know, after what he did with the Chargers, what he's got left. But, you know, Miles Bryant, Sean Wade, like the guys that are playing right now, I don't know that those guys are, you know, I mean, I know Marcus Jones got hurt and, you know, they've had injuries, but I don't know that those guys, um, you know, or Stephon Gilmore, that you could just play press man coverage and you could send, you know, one or two extra rushers that's quarterback. I don't know if they can hold up right now. So, I mean, earlier in the week, I was really vibing on this, you know, Patriots upset of the Buffalo Bills. And then I started doing a little bit more digging and started like, really, I guess I had a dose of reality, you know? So I guess I'll ask you, like, if an upset was to happen, like what actually has to happen, right, for the Patriots to pull off the upset? Well, if you could um, bring Matt Judon and Christian Gonzalez back from injury reserve, that would help because, you know, I mean, they had a good game, a good game plan against a team like Miami, who's blowing everybody else out. Um, they don't have those horses. You know, Gonzalez was awesome in that game against Miami. You know, they don't have that right now. So that's a no. Uh, but, you know, Absolutely but, but nothing. <laughs> give, me, give me your wild – Baldy, give me your wildest well, scenario. Okay. Everything, everything is on the table. Okay. So, you know, look, what you have to do – and Buffalo is capable of doing this. Is you've got to force turnovers, except that the Patriots don't force any turnovers. You know, they've got three stinking turnovers in six games. So, like, is that going to change this week? Or is that the characteristic? Is that who they are? But, like, that's one way to beat Buffalo is, you know, we have seen Josh Allen force the ball when he's on the move. I'm not saying he's a hero ball, but he, he, that's who he is. Like, he's an aggressive, talented player that is capable of turning it over but also making – highlight real plays but that would be a good start is to shut down the run game which has been shut down at times this year and force josh allen out of the pocket where he's been prone to make mistakes that would be a part of it and then uh the other part is defensively i mean they've lost some really good players now they lost matt milano they lost Tredavious white they've lost some great players on their side of the ball um but can you go after? I think your two corners are very questionable. You know, Kair Elam, uh, Christian Benford, I think they're very, very questionable. Can you somehow get some explosive plays against corners that don't look great to me right now? Brian Baldinger is going to be with us most Thursdays because, you know, Baldy's a world traveler. Sometimes he's got a game or something like that or whatever, but we are geeked to be able to add okay. Baldy to uh, yeah. our show. So so I guess I guess in the end, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there's always a there's chance. Okay, no, no, there's don't. Okay, chance. that's it. That's all I needed. I think I'm going Pats. Now we Talk got me like, into it. I love it. We have two 13-year <laughs> veterans or right around there yeah. that are uh, on the uh, – that are going back yeah, and forth. We've been on long enough to know <laughs> that there's no guarantees in this game on any given Sunday. And just because it's a division game or whatever else. Um, but, I mean, the Patriots, they're hard. Like, I don't know, those fans keep showing up. So they want something to cheer about. Maybe they can, you know, start early. Like, they're, they're getting blown out in the first quarters this year. 
Mm. Maybe they can start fast, start early this year, give them something to stay in their seats about right now. No doubt about it. Uh, the the people in the red seats will still be drinking, but they're drinking because the team is bad, not because they're having fun. Yeah. And you're right. They need to flip that around, yeah. Baldy. Hey, thank you, friend. We appreciate you. Looking forward yeah. to talking to you uh, next Thursday. Have a great weekend. Okay, guys. Enjoy. Uh, there, right, we there we go. There goes uh, Brian Baldinger of uh, NFL Network and Odyssey NFL Insider. Make sure to follow the best football show with Brian Baldinger on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Well, that's why he's the king of the all 22.